Welcome back to SaaS Half Full, the only show serving B2B SaaS marketers. As you all know, I'm Lindsay Groper, president at Blast Media, and like always, I will be both your host and bartender today. I can't believe it, but we are closing in on the final episodes of season three, and 2020 is a wrap. And I'm going to say it, I had a lot of fun hosting SaaS Half Full. It was one of my highlights of the year. It was so interesting. And I actually was shocked when I looked back and saw that every episode of SaaS Half Full has been from 2020. It seems like ages ago when we started this, but we did record our first episodes pre-pandemic, which seems like forever ago. But before we raise a final toast of season three, I did want to take a moment and look back at some of the guests that were kind enough to join us. So drum roll a little bit of top five SAS half full episodes of 2020 based on downloads. And thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. So if you care to join me, grab a drink. I have drank at all hours of the day on this podcast, and I'm not going to stop it now. So here we go. So first up, I have Cody Jones. And Cody is the Director of Partnerships at Zapier. And Cody is an incredible interview. Uh, We talked very in-depth about how to build great partnerships. And he drank the Gold Rush cocktail with me. Partners are our product. Partners are our moat. Partners are a distribution strategy. Partners are also a revenue strategy, but it's one of multiple different things that we get from our partners. Um, Partners are brand recognition, right? Um, So there's many different things that we've been able to work with our partners at a company level to understand their value. Now, we're unique. We're not, you know, uh, we don't have a dedicated product that we're selling and then this is, you know, another channel. And so I would say that for Zapier, though, um, because I don't hold our partner management and alliances and uh, acquisition teams to a revenue number, it allows us to make the right decision, the right long-term decisions with partners. My biggest takeaway from speaking with Cody is outside of him being an incredible guy is the why behind partnerships and how it's not only important to, to formulate them and have them, but to actually create a process around how to treat your partners from start to finish and understanding how to get the most out of those experiences and set those partnerships up for mutual success in working together with your marketing team to ensure that those partnerships are getting the love that they deserve. Next up is my conversation with the always entertaining Simon Berg, the CEO of Saros, which is an experiential content creation platform. Uh, Saros is a client at Blast Media. And I knew right away after onboarding with Simon that I wanted him on as a guest. He talked to us about the challenges facing marketers in a world where immediately and without warning, your online presence became your only presence. It was our first interview that we conducted during the shutdown. So I definitely enjoyed some tequila on this one while Simon joined me with a El Pepino margarita as well. Put down the banana bread and pay attention. In a world where your online presence is your only presence, a bad digital experience could destroy your business. Move fast, act now, and get the help you need. I think we're starting to think about is how we can be more authentic in our communications and how we can cut through the the bullshit. It's always been kind of stupid for the last five years to say, oh, yeah, there's a, you know, there's a digital team inside my marketing team. 
it's all fucking digital, dummy. It's like, come on, really? And that's kind of what I've been doing recently, is saying over the last two or three weeks, is saying, no, no, no. Events, think of as community, because actually that's really what it is. It's bringing people together around a common goal. In a digital or physical space, it doesn't really matter. And you look at brand, and that's clearly 90% digital, if not 100% digital right now. And then the digital team are really just the experts to understand how the cogs move and the wheels move and the pieces move to help make it all tie together. And then you start to look at partnerships, and that, and that all dovetails in. And then, of course, PR, which you know a few things about, how that all layers in. But I think fundamentally, I think it's not digital first. It's just digital, dummy. It, it's like it's not – there isn't anything else. And right now, there literally isn't anything else. The creativity is the most important thing. It matters. Your ability to express yourself creatively in that digital canvas is what is paramount. The technology should not get in your way. It should empower you. It was an absolute delight to chat with Simon. He highlighted the importance of aligning values as an organization and why creativity now is more important than it's ever been. And he had said he felt like the crazy person at the park with the sign saying creativity matters. And then once the lockdown happened and all events were canceled, all of a sudden everyone's lined up trying to drink his Kool-Aid at the park. Such a joy to have him on and so glad that I have him in my circle. We're now moving into my conversation with Carrie Lou Dietrich. And Carrie Lou was my very first interview on Sass Half Full. And I knew that she would kill it because I know her personally and I absolutely love her. This has been a highly listened to episode. She's a CMO coach and consultant who literally has handled nearly every aspect of marketing. She and I had an awesome conversation about what to bring to your next boardroom presentation as a CMO. This was an early morning conversation. Um, Carrie Lou enjoyed a bacon and eggs imperial coffee porter, which I was very impressed by. And I wanted to share some highlights from Carrie Lou and I's conversation. So if I used to be insecure when I'd get to the boardroom and I'd realize that there was some aspect of my business that I hadn't solved yet. You know, some lead funnel was broken, some product launch was off schedule, something was wrong. And that was what caused me insecurity. And I would give off cues of insecurity when really what they're looking for is that I understand the problem. I'm thinking clearly about how to solve it. I have a plan in place. I have confidence in our ability to to solve that problem. Or if I have a clear ask, what do I need from them? Do I need money? Do I need time? Do I need a person or some engineering? They just want us to have both a great sense for what we're doing, but also this confidence in ourselves that we can manage whatever comes our way. So the biggest takeaway here was the brevity of what you should bring to your board presentation in terms of your slide deck. Three to five slides, which I know made a lot of CMOs and marketing leaders squirm based on uh, the lengthiness of their current slide decks. And also uh, just the the way that she presents information. She is so real and so candid and absolutely loved my conversation with Carrie Lou. Next up is Norman Guadagno, who is the CMO of Acoustic. Norman was fairly new to Acoustic when I spoke with him, but he shared his experiences navigating the challenges working with a new CEO and the importance of gaining alignment amongst executives. His drink was the Blackberry Bramble. And this was a really highly downloaded episode. And I actually was a little bit surprised when I started to take a look at how many new SaaS CEOs 
had been hired since the onset of the pandemic, I can understand why. Um, There was a lot of moving parts, a lot of new roles, and this was a very popular episode. I've always been a a very much an outcome-focused marketer. That is that I I push my team to focus on the outcomes we're trying to achieve, the goals that we have, and not worry too much about the way in which we get there. Uh, It's not that the way in which you get there isn't important, but sometimes marketers can have a overly enthusiastic focus on the thing, right? The beautiful event or the beautiful piece of content or just the uh, what I sometimes refer to as the ephemera of marketing. And the ephemera has its place, but it's just that. It, it, it is ephemeral. And what matters are the, the outcomes that you're trying to drive and uh, the results you're trying to create. And I think another outcome that we've seen of this time has been that we can focus even more on those outcomes and perhaps a little bit less on the, the ephemera of it all. I loved Norman's take on what you should do if you and your CEO have differing views on marketing. And I also think it was just very solid advice on coming into that first meeting with your new CEO without an agenda and asking what's important to them and ensuring that you guys are aligned from the start. And finally, I spoke with Cassandra Jowett, the Senior Director of Marketing at Path Factory. This was a conversation that continued to get listens over time. I spoke with Cassandra uh, pre-pandemic when things had not gone all digital, and we transitioned, obviously, to a full digital-only environment, and so I think that's why this episode continued to see traction, but we had a great discussion about how to get the most out of your content marketing, and her drink of choice was one of my favorites also was the Roomba cocktail. It's been one of those growth paths for me is understanding how I can get access to more data, analyze that data correctly, make decisions around it, who on my team can help me with some of that analysis and and just charting it out and trying to figure out what it all means in order to bring that back into um, my strategy and make decisions about, you know, not just whether I thought this was good or whether our CEO thought this was good, but do the people who are actually consuming this content think it was good? And how do we know that? What are the data points that we're using to evaluate that? And, you know, a lot of the data that's been out there traditionally has not been great. Um, You can look at website visits and form fills and things like that, but it doesn't really tell you whether someone spent enough time with that content, whether they thought it was too long or too short, whether there was a certain point where they kind of dropped off and lost interest in general. Um, you know, we kind of get the best data right now from from YouTube and things like that, where we can kind of see where people dropped off. But the sort of generic, the generic tools that are available to, to everyone in the world, um, the quality of that data is sort of limited. And so really trying to figure out what are the best sources for that information and where can I find that has been a big thing for me personally and, and something that I always sort of challenge my, my peers in content marketing and marketing more broadly to think about. My biggest takeaways with Cassandra was when we talked about what most B2B marketers get wrong about content strategy, which is putting out more content and more content and constantly writing and editing, but not having a why behind what you're doing. So making sure that your teams are aligned on what you're doing in the first place and the point of it, because if you don't find it compelling, your audience certainly isn't going to. That wraps up our top five, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today on this little bonus episode of SAS Half Full. If you'd like to try any or all of the drinks, I won't judge. You can always visit the link in the show notes or visit cocktailcourier.com and enter code SHF15 at checkout for 15% off of your drink order 
We are looking for guests on SaaS Half Full. So if you are a SaaS marketer and know anyone that you think would be a fantastic guest or you have something interesting to say, hit me up. Guys, thank you so much. Cheers to 2020 being over. Here's to 2021 and bottoms up.